Good morning, afternoon, or evening, Ecclesia, depending on when you're watching. My name is Joanna, and I'll be leading a short time of reflection for us today. We will be reading from John 3, verses 25 through 31, and reading a short excerpt from Walter Brueggemann's Advent Devotional. Let us now turn to scripture. Now a discussion about purification arose between John's disciples and a Jew. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the one who was with you across the Jordan to whom you testified, here he is baptizing and all are going to him. John answered, no one can receive anything except what has been given from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I have been sent ahead of him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. For this reason, my joy has been fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks about earthly things. The one who comes from heaven is above all. This is the word of the Lord. Now here is what Walter Brueggemann writes. Into this season pushes the unkempt, unwelcome figure of John the baptizer. You remember him. He is dressed in a shirt of hair. He eats wild honey. He comes in anger and demanding with threats and insistence. He speaks really only one word, repent. Recognize the danger you are in and change. In the gospel narrative, John embodies the best and the last of the old tradition of Torah demand. He has this deep sense of urgency about the world, but it is not an urgency of newness. When Jesus appears on the scene, John the baptizer immediately acknowledges the greatness of Jesus, greater than all that is past, greater than John, greater than all ancient memories and hopes. When Jesus comes into the narrative, John quickly, abruptly, without reservation, says of Jesus, he must increase, but I must decrease. What to do while we watch and wait this Advent season? Decrease what is old and habitual and destructive in your life so that the new life-giving power of Jesus may grow large with you. Decrease what is greedy, what is frantic consumerism, for the increase of simple, life-giving sharing. Decrease what is fearful and defensive for the increase of life-giving compassion and generosity. Decrease what is fraudulent and pretense for the increase of life-giving truth-telling in your life. Truth-telling about you and your neighbor, about the sickness in our society and our enmeshment in that sickness. Decrease what is hateful and alienating for the increase of healing and forgiveness, which finally are the only source of life. Brueggemann goes on to tell us that the season of Advent is a demanding piece of work. It is not a time to wait around. It is a time to begin our day-to-day exercises. It is a time to consider those things we must decrease so that God's vision of peace may increase. Uh, Would you now take a moment to reflect with me? 
I think for me, the thing that stands out the most um, from what Brueggemann writes is this um, desire to increase the compassion and generosity in our lives, especially at a time when we are trying very hard to keep safe by keeping away from people, by staying inside in our homes. It's hard to think about how to live compassionately and generous, generously when we're, we have to stay away. I know I'm challenged by the idea of increasing my generosity this season when it feels like I don't have a lot to give. Uh, but what is it that God is inviting you to decrease? What has consumed you? How have you been shaped by stresses of this year? And how is God inviting you into his vision of peace? What habits and virtues are being cultivated within you? Let us pray together. O God who is with us, Lord of all, soften our hearts to receive the hard word of repentance. Empower us to decrease what is old, habitual, and destructive in our lives so that the new life-giving power of Jesus may grow large within us. May your spirit guide us and shape us into the people you have called us to be. May we run out of this desert with a new conviction and a new identity. Amen. Earth in shadow, restless. Labor's waiting in silent hope for the promise that longs to know what heaven holds. Then Thank you.
Lay our burden.